And welcome everyone to another installment of Drive the Valley presented by Chippewa Valley Mazda. Scott Montesano with you and joined as always by Bill Bertrand from Chippewa Valley Mazda. Bill, how's it going? It's going fantastic. How are you doing today? Doing good. We're in the, the middle of, of winter, but as we record this podcast, the sun is shining. I know you just got done with a vacation there's always the optimism of spring around the corner, isn't there? Yeah, you know, I'm at least when I'm looking outside today, I'm seeing something I haven't saw in a while, and there's a, a ball of fire out there, and that that's it looks 78 degrees right now uh, through this screen window, but we we all know it's not. Optimism is the key. Always something to look forward to, and obviously looking forward to this podcast and. I know today we're going to kind of get into the woods a little bit, into the weeds a little bit uh, on some stuff, but it's very, very important, uh, a topic you wanted to bring up this week. Yeah, so, you know, uh, in contemplation, uh, since you can't have Larry King, uh, God rest his soul, um, of what to talk about, you know, one of the things I wanted to dive into uh, with with what I thought the listenership uh, of our podcast would be uh, tuning into is this whole uh, curtain of extended warranties. So, you know, you, you hear that word, uh, extended warranties or extended service contracts, and it's, it's almost a buzzword. And I think in, in, today's peop- in today's world, a lot of times people are, you hear the, the pros and the cons really both ways uh, about that. So I thought today what I would do is kind of pull the curtain back, so to speak, a little bit and uh, give perspective from a car dealer's, uh, a car dealer's point of view. So uh, one, I know that if you're, if you're anything like me, um, I get more calls and more correspondence from extended warranty companies uh, than I do my own family. Uh, literally, the, uh, the, the, every time I look down at the, the phone, I'll see an out-of-area number, and it's uh, inevitably I pick it up, and uh, clearly they don't know I'm in the car business, and I answer it, and it's, <laughs> in a, it's, it's a notification or a warning about uh, my extended warranty uh, you know, about ready to expire. So, you know, I mean, I think one is that those calls can look uh, intimidating, and they can look really official. Uh, if you get the postcard in the mail, you get a, a warning that says, hey, you know, your vehicle warranty is about to expire. You have to do something right now. And um, sadly, um, you know, it can be pretty misleading. And if you're not familiar with it, you can start to wonder, is this coming from the manufacturer? Is it coming from the dealership? Uh, and uh, unfortunately, 99% of that is coming from a list uh, called the DMV. So what happens in those situations is, uh, extended warranty companies, and there are a lot of them out there, will buy lists from the DMV. And those DMV lists uh, will be used uh, in this sense to uh, telemarket or to kind of get you uh, uh, you know, in, in their fold, so to speak. So yes, uh, in a sense, the buzzards are circling overhead and uh, it's an opportunity to sell you something. So you know, when I think about it, I think it creates a, a really blurry and a fuzzy line in, in this intimidating world. So, you know, I thought what I would do today is address the first question. And people ask me this all the time. Uh, friends, uh, you know, people in, in passing will always say, uh, you know, do, do, should I buy an extended warranty? You know, are they a gimmick or do they ever pay off? And if you're my dad, uh, you know, uh, God love him. I mean, I'm in the industry, but you know, my dad is always one of those guys. It's like, you know, you don't buy an extended warranty. Um, and, and, you know, there are schools of thought, which I'm not here to convince you, uh, either way on, uh, more just, I think to think through it, uh, for what applies to you. So, um, you know, there's good ones and there's bad ones when it comes to extended warranties. So on a personal note, what I always equate it to is health insurance. Um, and in many aspects, they have a lot of similarities. So, you know, there are good health insurance plans out there, and there are some health insurance plans that are 
you know, kind of more than uh, nothing more than a token or a piece of paper. So, um, you know, things to consider when you decide whether an extended warranty is for you or not um, is uh, maybe this parallel. So if I'm on my health insurance, uh, I pay, I was just looking at this uh, as I was prepping for this podcast and my health insurance for my family plan cost me about 650 bucks a month or eight grand a year. So I looked back and it, it just was a point of contemplation. I'm like, I haven't spent $8,000 in a year on health insurance um, yet in my life. Now, you know, I feel fortunate for that, but it's insurance against a catastrophic loss. And so the higher the miles get on my body, uh, more, much like a car, the more, uh, the more exposure I have to that breakdown. So I think the same really goes with uh, your car ownership experience. Um, it's, it's a good idea, but I think it's imperative that you buy it from a reputable source. So that's where it gets a little bit tricky. Um, you know, a, a reputable extended warranty on a vehicle is probably going to cost a person upwards of $1,500 or more to, you know, to put coverage on your car. So the cost really varies based off your needs and the miles that you want to cover it for. Um, and that stuff is all honestly put together by actuaries and experience models. Uh, and it's truly based off the reliability on the car that you're purchasing. So the more expensive the warranty, um, a, a buzzword for you sometimes might be that the, the worse the experience model with repair histories on the vehicle. So a first rule of thumb uh, that I would say is to know and trust the source of the warranty. So uh, if, if you're seeing these things come over from a telemarketer or uh, uh, you know, you're getting a, a piece of mail that says you can buy a warranty, or you're, quite frankly, you're seeing it at 2 a.m. on an infomercial, and it says you can buy it for you know twenty nine dollars a month. Um, you know it's 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 kind of like anything else. If it's too good to be true, uh, you know it most likely is. So it's where the good and the bad sort of collide. Um, you know if you have a trusted source, kind of like your local insurance agent, um, in the unfortunate event you have a claim, you want to probably know the person that you're buying it from and trust them. So if you go the route of buying an online warranty uh, and you have to make a claim or you buy it through the mail or you know anything like that, here's what typically happens. Uh, you bring it to your mechanic and one of a couple things happen. They call in the claim uh, to, this, uh, to this company that you bought this extended warranty and this is where uh, they get the bad name uh, and it's denied because there's some lawyered up language uh, that excludes that component magically from being covered. Or they'll agree to cover it uh, but they'll only cover it with used or aftermarket parts. And that's uh, something important to consider is that, you know, you probably don't want to be throwing uh, a used part at a, at a mechanical failure on a car. So, uh, and finally, even worse than that, they'll only cover a maximum amount that really truly isn't even close enough to the, uh, to cover the repair. So let's assume that, you know, one of those scenarios happen and then you navigate through all those pieces and you find out that your local repair shop, uh, won't accept the warranty. So at the end of the day, they'll accept it, but you have to pay for it, uh, pay the entire claim yourself and send in for reimbursement. So as you can see, um, this is where oftentimes we probably hear arguments from people saying, yeah, it's not worth the money or it's not worth your time. And the argument really is the other way that it is important to have a trusted source to buy that from. So, um, you know, uh, yes, I'm a car dealer, 
Um, yes, we sell extended warranties, but it's really where it's important that you have a face-to-face -face contact at a local level that if there's ever an issue, uh, you know, it can be, it can be coordinated and you can, you can have assistance with the claims process and really truly have a peace of mind uh, in ownership experience with that. So, um, you know, well, I want to I I bring one thing up here. I think this is key here as you, you explain this out, because I think and there are some reputable extended warranties, no doubt that they've reached out and they've tried to sell and they've they've they're 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 cold calling and they're sending mails and all of that stuff to people. But I think some of that has given the whole thing a feeling that it, it is a scam. But this is something that again car dealers themselves offer. But have you seen that where because of the bombardment of of sales and maybe some less than reputable operations it has gotten the sense of, well, it's, it's, it's nothing more than a scam. It's just another way to get money out of me. Yeah, you know, I think there's, I mean, there's two elements of that. One is like, okay, so you're, you're at the dealership level when you go in to buy this warranty. Uh, you know, there's, there, there, it's an intimidating process, right? Because it's stressful at the moment making a car purchase. And then all of a sudden, there's a, another person that appears. And the payment that you just talked about uh, it all also comes with all of these other options, and there there is a myriad of finance products that that person offers you. So one, that's always been a challenge, and that's always we we know that in our industry that that's always been a pain point or a point of discomfort. But now you add in just like anything else, it's a revenue stream. So there are accesses to DMV lists, and certain certain states don't allow that. The state of Wisconsin does sell their DMV list, and those get distributed. So it's really easy to have contact with those people. And then, because it's a revenue stream and it's a profit center, just like anything else, over time, what you see is the less than reputables will begin to pop up. And so you will see, um, you know, maybe somebody who's, uh, we, we have them frequently in our service department. Uh, somebody's bought one from a, a, you know, one they saw on TV or they, they bought online and they come in and that, that claim gets called in and now we're sitting across from them and people are just fatigued from it. So, you know, now they've spent 30 or $40 a month for a warranty that somebody didn't really listen to their needs about. So, you know, when you, when it's legitimate, you know, you're sitting down or you're having a conversation with a person and they're saying, you know, hey, Scott, how many miles do you drive a year? And, and how long are you going to own the car for? Because that's how it needs to be set up. And if you just call in and they say, well, geez, here's a five-year, 100,000-mile warranty on a car for $29 a month, um, it just never catches up. And, and, and it really brings uh, to light the other points. And that is, okay, so, you know, you buy a $2,000 uh, warranty on a car on a five-year loan before interest, that's about $35 a month. And my dad, this is, you know, using him as an example, is always the guy that says, well, if you can't afford to, you, you can't afford, if you can't afford to pay for the repair on the car, you shouldn't be buying it. Well, for 35 bucks a month, it's a pretty reasonable investment. And that, that I think what's happened is, is things have tipped over the past few years. So, um, you know, a, an average repair bill, we do these studies all the time. And an average labor rate in a shop in the Chippewa Valley is $125 an hour. So just for you to drive in and have your car diagnosed with a, with a mechanical failure, it's gonna cost you 125 bucks. Now, we all know that parts have gotten more complex 
They're not, uh, you know, my dad would throw a carburetor on a car and a carburetor is $500 and they haven't put a carburetor on a car in 20 years. So now it's injectors. It's, you know, these other computerized items uh, and other more complex parts that go on a car that can cost you thousands of dollars, literally. So, you know, that is that is where the game has really changed is it's not inexpensive to, you know, an average repair bill would be $700. And, and in in the last month, I could go pull a repair order out and show a, a, and clearly show that there are repair bills if it's a transmission or a failed transmission component or engine component that can be upwards of ten to $12,000. So these are where, uh, you know, it's important that, uh, you know, you, you have coverage because for, for heaven's sakes, none of us want to walk out, uh, have a 300, I mean, the average car payment. Now, we all want to be at 200, and we all say that, but the average car payment in today's world is starting to knock as a national average on $400 a month. So you have a $400 car payment, you're making that, you know, God love you for 72 months, um, and you're halfway down the road and your warranty's expired, and now, uh, you know, somebody, uh, you get a diagnosis on your car, and, and cars break. It's just, it's not if, it's when, and that repair bill is three, four, five thousand dollars $5,000, and the mistake that people make in today's world is they pass on it early on, and then they make that choice to say, well, it's $4,000. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to throw that, which we all are in that situation. I'm going to throw that on my credit card. And so now we're paying, you know, 15, 18, 20% interest on a, on a $4,000 repair, and it costs us $100 a month. So there's, it's a calculated risk. It's a, it's a gamble. And, you know, I think that's the hard part is, is even in doing this podcast is, you know, uh, people know I'm a car dealer. So they, they're, there's probably the tendency to say, hey, you know, Bill's going to, you know, sell to his dealership and he's going to sell to the product. But these really, um, you know, in, in this situation, um, it's a personal choice, but it really is, uh, in my opinion, much like an insurance policy or much like health insurance. It's a, it, it does come down to a few important things to consider. Well, I think, I think you put it, it really, there is elements of gambling there. I was just telling this to somebody else earlier about the, uh, something else in business and us having a backup plan for something technology-wise, it's one of those things. If, if you don't have it, you're probably going to wish you had it five years down the road. And if you have it, you may never have to, <laughs> you may never have to use it. It's funny how that karma ends up working out, but, but that's, that's what it is. And it's, it's sometimes hard for all of us to spend money on something that isn't tangible. If I, if I go to, the, the, the grocery store, and I give them a few dollars, I'm going to get a you know, food in return. If I go to you and buy a car, I'm going to get a car in return. But when it comes to something like a warranty, I'm going to get you know maybe a piece of paper I get to look at. And that becomes hard, I think, for people to wrap their minds around. And I think the, the key thing is is the more education they get, the more educated decision they can make, either yes or no. Yeah, no, you know, I I totally agree with that, and and it spurred my mind when you were uh, when you were just talking a second ago. You know, the one thing that annoys me that I pay for every year is antivirus protection on my computer. <laughs> I I I'm like, I cannot believe that, and every year it goes up, 
And, um, you know, every time I get a new device, you know, you get a, up to three or five devices and it just annoys me. I'm like, how could I possibly be paying $130 a year for, you know, whatever version of, uh, of internet security I have uh, to make sure that it doesn't get a virus. So, yeah, I think that is a lot of it. Um, you know, when we, especially when you're buying a, something like a car, um, you know, the, the costs have gone up so much. An average vehicle today is, you know, twenty-five, thirty, thirty-five thousand dollars, and sometimes that's a used vehicle. So we we look at that, and and depending on what age group you're in, you look at that and you go, well, it should never break, or I, I'm buying, I'm spending this much money, so I should get reliability. And the truth of the matter is, is it's we're we're betting against time, no matter what, and it's true with it, it and that's why I say it, it's a good analogy to compare it to health insurance because we're doing the same thing. We're betting against time. And so when we buy, certainly when we buy a car with lower miles, we, we assume that there's going to be less risk than when we buy a $3,000 car with, you know, several hundred thousand miles on it. Our expectation probably does change. But at the end of the day, it's not something, to your point, that, you know, we see an immediate benefit off of. We're paying for a bet. And I well, think... Well, you, you guys have said, I think you said with health, it's perfect. There, there's people that... You know, again, they, they, they take good care of themselves and still come down with an illness. And, and, and people, God bless them, that eat whatever they want. They live till they're 99. I'm sure with you guys, there's, you guys have had cars go off the lot. You guys love all your cars. There's good reliability from this brand. And two years down the road, the person's coming back and, and this, that, and, and, and whatnot's happened to the, to the car. And there's other people that beat the car into the ground for 10, 15 years and outside of an oil change and... And, and changing tires and maybe a little tweak, nothing nothing happened at all with it. it it's you, you can't predict it. All you know is you've got good stuff. So the, the, the likelihood is there, but you can never predict. Well, and that's exactly it, you know, so, and, and it happens. So, you know, and it's, it could be 30 days from now, it could be 60 days from now, and it could be five years from now. And a lot of people, you know, we sell a tremendous number of used cars. So it's the crux of our business here at Chippewa Valley Mazda, um, you know, by almost an eight or nine to one margin. So, you know, that inspection, that used car inspection, and by the way, Wisconsin over most states is so demanding and comprehensive of their inspections that there's a lot of safety nets for the consumer here. But again, an inspection is a snapshot of a moment in time. So our technicians will get in a car and spend an hour with the vehicle. And in that hour, they're going to go through it and they're going to look for mechanical failures. But it's kind of like the odds on an airplane. Um, you know, we jump on them <laughs> and we go, but there are, there are catastrophic events that hey, happen. Hey, say, 99% of the time, things work out well. You just hope that's not the 1% that, that you're getting on that plane. <laughs> Believe me, like I said, I just went on a, uh, on a little excursion, and, and uh, you know, I was perfect until I got to the edge of the pond and started going out over the water. And I don't know why, um, you know, mentally, once I hit the ocean, I thought, whew, well, there's no chance now. At least there's like a 2% chance if you're over land, but, and it's probably well, not well, I always I, I always tell everybody when I'm on a plane, I go, I... It's not, it's not whether it's my time. Is, is, is it the guy next to me? Is it his time? <laughs> is it the pilot's time? <laughs> it's 350 people's time on board, yeah. But as I say, you know, when we talk about with, with, again, cars, is that you just don't, you just don't know. That, there is nobody that sells an automobile, truck, car, motorcycle, God knows what, that is never going to ever, it is 100% guaranteed you're going to buy it when you're 18, and you can 
be buried with it when you're 100. Yeah. And, and again, you know, cars aren't, you know, there was a point, uh, you know, as, as mechanics have, uh, the mechanicals of a car have adapted, you know, the, the failures are, the, when a component failures fails now, it's so much more expensive. Uh, the cost of goods, just like everything has increased so much that, you know, yes, an extended warranty or an extended service contract uh, on a vehicle has the the costs have risen right along with that um but it's because that cost of labor has gone up so much and it really truly depends on the car you have you know we we sell uh an example would be a bmw or a land rover now we sell those cars pre-owned um and i've had the unfortunate experience of having to have them serviced at a bmw or a land rover uh store in, in on on our own uh for reconditioning purposes and you know those labor rates can be 250 or 300 dollars an hour so you know, those are the protections that they're really giving you. And it's, it's you know, that's where I think it becomes a critical thing for people to consider is, you know, yeah, it's not going to be for everybody. And certainly this podcast isn't a, a, a means to try to convince people otherwise. But in an education and in an understanding, you know, we're only as powerful as the knowledge we have. And this is one of those situations where, you know, knowing some of these other these outside influences really does make a difference so you know if if um you know my advice that i would leave people with is you know again nobody can decide if a warranty's right for you it's it's like choosing your political party it's like choosing insurance it's like choosing any of those things it's up to you but uh, uh one important thing to remember um you know as, as through all the other things we've talked about is a warranty, if you buy it at the time of inception, uh, you're at your dealer, you have that relationship with them. Let's say that you buy a five-year warranty on the car and two years from now, you've got unbelievable confidence in this vehicle or you're going to trade it in. You are entitled to a refund that is prorated on that warranty. So if yes, it might cost you a couple thousand dollars today, uh, and that goes on your car loan, and uh, or if you paid cash, of course, you're writing a check for it, but it does get prorated back to you. So let's say half of what's unused at that point in time, and there's still 50% of the warranty remaining. You're entitled to a full refund of that, and, and we want to make sure that people do that because it's, it's, it's money that's sitting there for them, and, and they just don't want to forget about it. One of those great, one of those great things there. Uh, we, we got a few minutes left uh, on on the podcast. Uh, are you seeing when it comes to the extended warranties? Are they becoming more popular? Are, are more new buyers as they come into the market more apt to get them? Is it something that I kind of think I know the answer, but something that more of the old timers are getting? What is sort of the trend, and maybe the trend here in the Chippewa Valley? Yeah. Um, definitely the trend is on point for um, the the old timers like me, if you will, um, you know, have always probably had more of a stigma about an extended warranty than um, I'll be know. honest. Sometimes I, I, I look at it and I go because my the first thing I saw when uh, you said it was going to be the uh, the topic, my first thought was those 2 a.m. infomercials. <laughs> that's, that's the first thought. And the, and the plethora of of. Uh, Various uh, spam uh, mail I get. Well, you know, it's almost like, and, and to the point, it's almost like survey fatigue. So, I mean, we talked about this before, but, you know, you, you go someplace and you're asked to do a survey all the time. And this is no different. Um, you know, there, there is, if I buy an electronic item, if it's $19, I'm asked if I want an extended service contract on it. So... We know that there's profit and extended service policies because not everybody would just offer them out of the goodness of their heart. But 
there are ones that make sense and then there are ones that don't and and so if we all have um you know i bought it i just did this with a cell phone um because i break every cell phone (laughs) so i and i've not learned my lesson so uh, instead of replacing my cell phone i lived with my last one with a a broken screen and and a a button that didn't work on it or a, a piece of it that didn't work for the entire term of the contract. And in this last time around, when they offered it up, I was really quick <laughs> to, to kind of grab a hold of that. And I think that is true with anybody in extended warranty world too. If you've been down that road and you've had the unfortunate experience of having a repair done on a car and you didn't have that coverage, it absolutely gives you a, a second look the next time that it comes up and it comes available for you. And and then there's the argument for the person who owned their car for five years, never had a problem with it. And they go, I'm not going to need that. I've never, I didn't have any problems with my last car. And I would just say to you, why were you lucky? <laughs> you know, because to, to your point, you know, people, people, uh, are probably fatigued by it. You you get the infomercials. You I do. I truly get these calls all the time. And I'm now I'm seeing Facebook memes on them where people are laughing about extended warranty companies calling them. And it, it's it's unfortunate. I, however, made a, the same error. So I was shopping my own personal health insurance at one point in time to add a dependent to it. And I entered my information because it you know you go online. It tells you you need to check these boxes to get a quote, and you'll get an instant quote. And that was a mistake because I had cell phone calls for two months from different places trying to call and give me quotes and follow up and this and that. And that's the problem with it is, is good things sometimes turn bad by events like that. And it can really put a, a, a sour taste in somebody's mouth. But in this situation, you know, the advice I would, I would leave would, with would be there are, you know, it's not just car dealers that sell these. There are um, insurance companies, real true insurance companies that sell mechanical breakdown insurance. Um, and they're a policy just much like your auto insurance. But, you know, it's a good thing to consider. Uh, it's important to, you know, there's nothing worse for us, to your point, Scott, than a month later, we sell a $10,000 car. And a month later, the person comes back in and says, gosh, I went to Florida and we just got back. And on the way home, uh, a differential uh, went out of the car. Now we're we're invested. We're we're a reputable store. We've been around a long time. We're here to help, but it changes the burden for everybody, and it makes it difficult because there's a everybody has skin in the game, and it feels bad. And that is something that by working together, honestly, truly, can be avoided. And then it's a great experience for the person. So, um, you know, it's it is um, it's important that it's it's credible and that the person that you're working with is there and invested with you. There's a there's natural distrust when you go into a finance department, natural, um, and 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 that's understood. But if you can break down that barrier and let them work with you to say, hey. I'm a five-year owner. I'm a three-year owner. I'm going to drive twelve to 15,000 miles a year. What a difference it's going to make in the experience that you ultimately end up with in terms of protection. I think that they, and this is the same thing for a lot of the topics we'll cover on these podcasts. The internet can be a powerful tool, and that is, you know, educate yourself on this and talk to various people. Talk to, talk to family members if you want, if they're knowledgeable on it. Talk to your financial representatives. Talk to uh, the people at the dealership that you are getting your vehicle from. Talk to a variety of people, get their opinions on it, and uh, see what is the best choice for you because ultimately you got to make something that you believe in. Make a choice that you believe in. And uh, definitely, I'll tell you right now, in the last 25 minutes, uh, I was educated a lot more <laughs> on, awesome. extended, on extended uh, 
on extended warranties because, uh, as I said, I think there's a lot of people out in the, in the podcast world, too, that their experience with it is probably as they were coming to this podcast, too, came across a couple of things on the Internet. But there is a, a very much a, a legit side to the extended warranties. And I really liked how you explained it there with health insurance and all of that. It's one of those things you, you want to buy it and you hope to never have to use it. That's one of the hard things about it. You buy it, you never want to have to use it. And that's the same thing with uh, the extended warranties. The other option, of course, is you buy your car, you take it to your garage, you wrap it in bubble wrap, and you never leave the house with it. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. You know, the other insurance we hope we all never need is burial insurance. Well, so. <laughs> well I always joke, my, my, the, the Montesanos made their, their money, as much as people want to think, Montesanos from, from New York, Italian. Uh, unfortunately, nothing seemy like that. In the life insurance game, try selling somebody on their death. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, awesome. thank you very much. Uh, we'll have all new episodes coming up uh, in short time as well. Awesome. Well, hey, thanks again, Scott. I appreciate it. That'll do it for this edition of Drive the Valley, presented by Chippewa Valley Mazda.